Hey there. Welcome to another episode of Nomadic Thunker Says. This is me, Elita, and I have some news for you all. One, I have resolved the quandary I was in about what term to use as a descriptor for something that is audio but not a podcast. Well, an audio blog it is, and an audio blog is what Nomadic Thunker Says shall be referred to as going forward. All thanks to Stuti, also known as Nomadographer. With that first world problem out of the way, the second update is that, well, technically it isn't an update but an observation. These past couple of weeks, every clock in my house, I was surprised how many there are. Well, they each randomly felt the need to take a break. It was the literal standing of time, except what is time even? How are we at the end of August already? Never mind all of that. My third final and legit update before jumping right into today's topic. Well, they're kind of related, the update and the topic. The registrations for the second cohort of the online program I've been designing, hosting and facilitating on self-expression and personal narratives using freestyle writing is now open. The early bird registrations are on until September 8th. So if you are looking for a guided yet self-paced program to enable you to express yourself to yourself, I'm just the person you might need to hit up. More details at the end of the episode and links to register are in the show notes. So there's this on this day feature on Instagram, right? That shows you your stories and posts from this day that year. It's been around for a while, but it's safe to assume that with the premium nostalgia has further accrued ever since COVID-19 became a part of our everyday lexicon, resharing memories is now an added pastime, making for the bulk of social media updates for some, if not most. Hashtag not all. A bulk of my social media memories comprise of feet superimposed on floral pathways, my backpack making a rather gracious substitute for my countenance, my naive attempts at street food photography that now serve as a photo journal of all things devoured, and of course, a visual documentation of natural and cultural monuments visited. Those memories neither spark nostalgia nor activate hashtag wanderlust within me. Shocking? Yeah, well, I don't miss travel. I miss my freedom of movement for sure, but coincidentally enough, I stopped romanticizing about train tickets and that next passport stamp a short while before COVID-19. Know what I miss though? Intertwined within my digital footprint are also memories from the many bu for you workshops that I've hosted. Workshops that have also taken me places, literally and figuratively, but in a rather unexpected fashion. The memories from these workshops are a reminder of the people I have met since 2016 within the safe spaces I have been cultivating to make self-expression less alien. These memories comprise of boomerangs. Is it still a thing? Still shots of folks with secretive grins midway through liberating their thoughts on paper, unbeknownst to the camera lens trained on them. Some more still shots and clips from shared camaraderie between folks who'd only just met each other a couple of hours ago on that day. 
of feedback and testimonials left behind as souvenirs for me to cherish. This is what I miss. I miss being physically in the same room as the people who choose to show up for themselves. I never ask participants to share anything they write during these workshops, but occasionally someone will trust me and their co-participants enough to want to offer us a sneak peek into their lives. I miss those moments of unadulterated vulnerability when no one is being performative, not in that moment at least. I miss it because that quality is such a rarity in a world where there's a premium on everything that can be airbrushed and uploaded. You see, there's very little to show across one's socials to gather bragging rights from having attended a workshop or a program on expressing and beginning to take a closer look at oneself and one's narratives. That's because personal growth can neither be airbrushed for the aesthetics nor is it compatible with vanity for likes. Neither does vulnerability have a filter nor does it need one. Because personal growth is not Instagrammable. And because I'm well aware of the perils of hashtag vulnerability, I'd like to interject my train of thoughts alibi only momentarily with a quote by Brene Brown, better known as a shame researcher, among other things, who said, and I quote, Vulnerability is about sharing our feelings and our experiences with people who have earned the right to hear them. We don't just lead with, Hi, my name is Brene and here's my darkest struggle. That's not vulnerability. That may be desperation or woundedness or even attention-seeking, but it's not vulnerability. Why? Because sharing appropriately with boundaries means sharing with people with whom we've developed relationships that can bear the weight of our story. The result of this mutually respectful vulnerability is increased connection, trust, and engagement. End quote. Too long didn't read? There is a difference between vulnerability and oversharing. So now that I've shared with you not just what I miss about the pre-COVID-19 world, but also what it is about vulnerability that I specifically cherish, allow me to further elaborate on why I think personal growth is not Instagrammable. Firstly, personal growth is not a singular Eureka moment. Nor does it always include the luxury, not in this day and age, what with its water shortages of immersive baths in tubs like Archimedes of Syracuse in ancient Greece, with whom the word Eureka is usually associated. On the contrary, personal growth is a series of aha moments spread across the length of time, only to be strung together much later and usually in hindsight. Although, if you're like me, then personal growth is more a series of repeated aha moments derived from similar, if not exactly identical incidents. It's this feeling of hearing yourself say, I've been here before, and saying it a lot against the backdrop of events that have a repetitive, familiar quality to them. Lent a book to someone only to never receive it back for the zillionth time? Left waiting at a coffee shop for someone only because you are punctual also for the zillionth time? found out that your secrets 
aren't secrets anymore yet again for the zillionth time found yourself muttering to yourself on countless occasions why do i never learn that is the series of aha moments spread across the length of time that i'm referring to it's like deja vu except it isn't an illusion but a lived reality that you are remembering while wondering to yourself what that missing piece of lesson is that you need to get a strong grasp of just so that you don't find yourself in what feels like the equivalent of the i have come to bargain scenes between dr strange and dormammu remember that secondly personal growth is not linear in my pre therapy avatar which is all of me before 2015 i had bought into the idea that progression is a clean upward and forward moving graph i had imagined and i had ample evidence around me to believe that i was progressing only when i was moving onwards and forwards i like to believe i have gotten somewhat wiser since i now understand that progression in the context of personal growth is like untangling an entangled bunch of christmas lights one moment you're untying knots at what seems like the tail end of the pile but you then find yourself somewhere in the vast and endless in between without any recollection of when or how and then of course there are still other times when you realize that what you are attempting to undo is actually a knot within a knot quite nolanesque but minus the grand cinematography if you're asking me and all of this is in fact quite normal strange then that it has neither the pr skills nor the budget of those clean and sanitized forward moving graphs leaving the rest of us with varying degrees of shame for not having pretty charts to make a show of the work that goes into making personal growth happen my added 2 rupees on this would be to make the untying of knots on your metaphorical christmas lights more frequent than merely an annual exercise in disentanglement thirdly personal growth does not have a finish line because it's not a race not a marathon but another one of my firmly held notions from my pre therapy avatar was this romanticized idea that once i got to point b this proverbial garden of eden side of my then existing challenges i would be okay and as a consequence everything else that is my life in general would be okay the challenge is not with getting to point b with appropriate dosages of perseverance patience and resilience most of us get to our respective point b's because even though our default behaviors can seem hardwired into us the wonder that is neuroplasticity can often come to our rescue neuroplasticity is the capacity of neurons and neural networks in the brain to change their connections and behavior in response to new information so though it takes many rounds of trials and errors getting to point b is usually a matter of patience and energy you have at your disposal and more importantly time alone cannot be the yardstick by which the distance to point b needs to be calculated especially because on arrival at point b you are likely to notice that this isn't the garden of eden you're imagine 
not yet at least point b is not the end of a quest because point b is not a fixed goal post it is now the new vantage point from where you are better able to see other aspects of yourself and your life that may be in need of increased and improved understanding and possibly even change personal growth then is more like the rings of the onion with an rather elusive center this though is not meant to discourage anyone from the pursuit of growth and personal transformation if anything and i say this from reflecting on personal experience treat this disclosure as a gentle reminder to not get so attached to the process of continuous self improvement that it assumes a tone of perfectionism and finally though at best personal growth might be like the bokeh effect yes that blurred quality or effect seen in the out of focus portion of a photograph taken with a narrow depth of field that is what i liken personal growth to aesthetics aside it is that very out of focus quality of the bokeh effect that i have usually experienced shortly after my own triumphs with growth out of focus is not an attribute one expects to associate with experiencing a moment of growth and yet it isn't until some lapse of time that we are able to distinctly point out to all the critical moments that have transpired in bringing us to a new point b anticlimactic right i know but for me it usually gets more blurry before it gets any clearer i don't know about you but stumbling upon these realizations long before penning them down like this has made me wonder whether we've gotten our understanding of growth all wrong i mean in a world where the word growth is mostly synonymous with academic and career progression for men and procreation for women while erasing everybody and everything else that does not concur with those binaries and truisms personal growth seems more synonymous with renaissance minus the artworks because to pass away at the playback of the stories we tell ourselves takes truckloads of nerves and commitment towards one's own self nerves and commitment that cannot be cultivated in a petri dish nor programmed by artificial intelligence making all of this far from glamorous ergo personal growth is not instagramable in my case however it might just eventually become bloggable and audible a very very special and heartfelt shout out to cohort 1 of the bu for you 6 month online program who are currently at the tail end of a direct and continuous unlearning plus relearning experience that concludes in september It is commendable how they've each displayed a brand of nerve and commitment to self that is unprecedented given how we've all been bang in the midst of a global pandemic and various versions of lockdown. The program itself was designed and rolled out before any of the lockdowns had begun. So I've had my own version of unlearning plus relearning to do which would not have been possible without this cohort. In fact, the idea of starting this very audio blog to complement the already existing text version is due to the cohort and the work we did together it's because of them and their support that i feel emboldened to announce that registrations for cohort 2 have commenced if you or someone you know 
is interested in understanding better the role of self-talk and personal narratives in our everyday lives, do look up the links in the show notes. Early bird registrations come with a 30% discount and are valid until 8th September or until spots are available, whichever comes sooner. And before I conclude this audio blog, let me leave you with a quote by Danielle Laporte. Can you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be?